after a month of working with you, I looked in the mirror and I couldn't see a difference in how I looked, even though the scale, I think, had gone down just over four pounds. And so when I went to go measure myself, I was like, I've lost almost 11 inches. I was surprised. I was like, in just a month. And then we continued working together. And so then for the next two months, I was able to lose a total of 20.75 inches. That's amazing. And then as of, I think, yesterday morning, I've lost almost 19 pounds. I am so glad you are here. Welcome to the Real and Uplifted podcast with Dorothy. I'm your host, walking you through all things real and unfiltered about being a woman, a mom, a wife, a business owner, reaching your fitness and health goals, whether it is losing weight, gaining muscle, or just feeling your healthiest and best in your body, as well as everything in between. Here to inspire you to make life just a little easier so you can live your dreams and feel uplifted one episode at a time. So let's get started. So today I am talking to Brittany and she's an amazing mom, client. She's going to talk about her journey, what has really worked for her. And first, Brittany, thanks so much for joining me. Full disclosure, if you're listening to this on the podcast, we recorded this as more just like our final call. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll record it to share on the podcast. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, it didn't record. But I love some of the things Brittany shared. So (laughs) this is sort of like round two of our talk. Round two. (laughs) Why don't you start, Brittany, with just a little bit about who you are and what your life is like? Well, I'm a mom of five kids. I have a 12-year-old a nine-year-old, a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. So if you hear noise in the background, that is my three-year-old and one-year-old playing with each other. I at least got them fed. (laughs) So they're not ornery, but they're not taking a nap yet. So we'll see how this goes. (laughs) Totally understand. So suffice to say, like, you're busy. I'm busy. Yeah, I'm busy. Sounds like five full-time jobs. Yeah, I am blessed to be able to stay at home and my husband goes to work and financially supports us, but it is busy being a stay-at-home mom and just making sure everything goes smoothly. And some days it doesn't go smoothly. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I can relate and then can only imagine like as, you know, because I have two kids, but more kids, like I said, feels like five full-time jobs right there that you're sort of managing So where were you at before we started working together? And I know you've like followed me. We've been Facebook friends. We've been connected via social media for a long time. But where were you at sort of 90 days ago or before we started working together? Well, I want to kind of go a little back farther. Yeah, I was thinking like... (laughs) In high school, I actually was a runner. So I was really into fitness and running and staying in shape. But probably for the wrong reasons. I guess it was more about like weight and where I was at on the scale, not necessarily how I was feeling. And then I get to college and I stopped running. And then fast forward after getting married and starting a family, I was like, I want to get back into routine of exercising. So I was like, I'm going to start up running again. And 
it was a slow progress because I had a C-section. And so it wasn't something I could quickly get into. And when you haven't been exercising for a while, it's kind of hard to get into it. But I was like, I wanted this. So I, you know, kept at it. And with each pregnancy, I was able to like, you know, you gain your weight during the pregnancy. And then afterwards, you know, I've, I've actually had five C-sections. And so with after each one, I'm like, okay, once I'm recovered and ready, like I want to get back in shape. And after each pregnancy, I've been able to like get even in better shape than I was after, you know, having a baby. Like I just progressively was getting better. And even like with my third and fourth pregnancy, I was able to run while I was pregnant. Like my third pregnancy, I ran until I was like 36 weeks along. My fourth pregnancy, I was only able to run till 32 weeks. Both times I had to stop because when I tried to run, I would have contractions. And so, but I was able to like be very active. But this brings me to closer to now. (laughs) With my fifth pregnancy, I wasn't like exercising as much. I think I was working with you at that time and using the app um, for the workouts, which were great. But we had just moved here to Oklahoma, across the country, and it was really stressful at the time and and then getting nauseous. And I just, I couldn't handle working out. And so I was like, okay, I need to take a break. I needed, you know, my body's working on throwing a baby. And that's what I need to focus on right now. And so then once my baby was born, again, via C-section, so had to wait for a while. I was like, I wanted to get back to working out. And like in my mind, I was like, I wanted to work with you again because I knew how the workouts felt and that that's what I needed. But in my mind, I was like, I don't have time. Like, how am I going to fit this in? So I was like, well, I need to be at a place where I'm ready for it. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to start exercising. After having your fifth, like giving yourself time to sort of reset and then starting with workouts, like where were you at as far as like weight or workouts, like all of those pieces? I don't even remember like weight wise what I was. I'd gained a lot of weight with that pregnancy just because I wasn't able to exercise and I think I was stress eating a lot, but I knew I needed to, not that I needed to, but I wanted to, because I knew I would feel better if I lost the weight and was in better shape and just emotionally it would help me feel better just moving. And so I started with just like walking around our neighborhood and trying to get some runs in and running around the neighborhood and just doing what I could. And so, you know, within like four months of doing this, I was able to lose just over 10 pounds on my own. Love it. And then that's when I started working with you again. (laughs) I love it. That's so awesome. And of course, like when we started working together, you know, you had, what were some of your goals? I mean, weight loss was part of it, but what sort of goals were you aiming for? I'm trying to think. I 
<laughs> I had a goal weight that I wanted to reach. And I want to say it was hmm, probably like 50 pounds that I wanted to lose. Something like that. Like I had a big amount that I wanted to lose. And not only just like losing weight, like I wanted to just be able to look in the mirror and feel good about how I looked and just feel comfortable and have more energy to take care of my five kids. Yeah. So I have notes from when we like first, (laughs) first, first chatted for this round of working together. And one of the things I love that you're talked about with your goal weight, you actually told me like it was like 45 to 50 pounds, but you also said like, you want to get there like Within a year, you want to just know that you'll get there. Like the time frame, you're willing to give yourself like more time. You were like very realistic, I think, about like, okay, this doesn't have to happen overnight. I just want to know that I'm on the path, that I can get there, that I feel good, that I have an exercise routine. And you're like feeling stronger like you were before, or just some of the things like you shared, which I thought was so good. Like just taking a long-term approach to it all. Definitely. It's not like a quick fix. You know, if if you do find that thing, that's a quick fix. And I think you've said this before, like if you instantly like say lost 50 pounds overnight, you would probably just gain it all back because you wouldn't have the habits in force or the skills needed to be able to keep that weight off. And I know we're in a world where we want things right now. Or we want it yesterday. Yeah. So, Brittany, after you joined, after we started working together, what do you feel like were some of the simple steps that got you some quick wins? Or what were some of the early things that you felt were most valuable for you? Well, first of all, I think having someone I was accountable to made it easier for me. Like, it was great to, like, look on the app and look at each day and go, okay, this is what I need to focus on today. And I'm a person that I love having a list and checking it off when I've accomplished it. And then I could look ahead and like plan, like if I had something going on, then I could be like, okay, this is what I need to do before the activity or after the activity. Like I could plan for the rest of the week. But as great as the schedule is, it wouldn't have done me any good if I wasn't willing to put in the work kind of an example. You were my great cheerleader, like with emails and calls, you can do this. But here I'm like, I'm the athlete and I have to put in the work. So as much as you're cheering me on, if I don't put the work in, I mean, I could like fib and say, oh yeah, this was what I weighed, but it wouldn't have done me any good. Like I needed to put in the work in and then I could get the actual results and not just like fib, like I needed to actually do it. Yeah, like you had the roadmap, you had it like laid out, even down to like the simplest, you know, daily, just like little checklist for yourself. But then you actually have to look at that and do it. And I think a big part of it with food too, that you did such a great job with is like actually looking at your food and like taking guidance, but also like taking the initiative to be like, what do I want to eat? Like, what does feel good, taste good, meets these parameters. And like, I can give you feedback and listen to what you're eating and give you like, Hey, you might want to try this or maybe just make a little shift here. But if, if you're not also looking at your food and making decisions about your food, it's just not as powerful. 
Yeah, I love being able to like first start off by you're like, okay, let's just track what you're eating. Don't worry about it. Just write down what you're eating. We need kind of like a starting point. Like this is where you're at. And then, like you said, you were able to like look at what I was eating and be like, oh, well, if you did this, then this would help. And I felt like you were able to point out small changes in what I was already eating so that I could make it a healthier choice, but still eating what I wanted. And I never felt like I had to make like a huge change in my diet. But I think if I looked at what I'm eating now and how I'm eating, it probably is a huge change from what I was eating, but it was like small changes. And I think that's important to, you just need to make small changes. You don't have to do something drastic overnight. Yeah. And I feel like you so embrace that. Like you did such a good job with that and such a good job, like just reflecting on it and being like, all right, like this, I really did change and made this little shift to breakfast, or I'm now taking more time for breakfast. Like, can you share any of the changes? I mean, I know because we work together, but (laughs) just for people listening, when you're talking about small changes, what sort of small changes do you feel like you made with eating that really helped you the most? Well, one thing I didn't realize how important having protein in your diet is and having that protein adding to it would fill me up so I'm not grabbing for the snacks that really don't help fill me up and I'm still grabbing for snacks. One thing that I used to do is I would just grab dinner was, you know, easier because we'd have a planned meal for like our family. But like breakfast and lunch was just hard for me because I just time wise or like breakfast, I was hurrying and lunch, it would be just me, my three-year-old and one-year-old. And obviously they're not going to eat what I'm eating. And so I would just grab the quickest and easiest food to grab for breakfast and lunch. And it was never filling. I'm always was wanting to snack and was hungry in between meals. And so I've changed what I'm eating. And And also like breakfast, I would be like, okay, I need to hurry and get something. And I would quickly get it. And now I'm like, okay, if I get it before my kids get on the bus, that's great. But if not, I can wait until they get on the bus and then I can relax, get something that will actually fill my body up and then take the time and enjoy the food. Because I think before, and I think it stems from like high school, I was like the slowest eater. I used to be really slow and my friends would just leave. And so I learned that I had to eat fast if I wanted to spend time with my friends. And so I think sometimes I feel like that, like I'm going to miss out on something if I don't hurry and inhale this food. And I'm like, no, I can, I want to enjoy my food. Yes, I need food to nourish my body, but I also want to enjoy eating it. I love it. That's such a great observation. Like I definitely grew up eating very fast for other reasons with getting to different activities and stuff after school and just realizing like this has been a practice behavior like 
for a while and where does it come from and how can I sort of shift like I'm not going to miss out on stuff <laughs> I can take my time like I have time to like eat a meal because I feel like that can really especially as a mom like that can creep up someone's going to need me like I only have this little time to eat I got to eat fast and definitely and I a lot of times I will feed like I fed my two kids already lunch yeah because if I feel like I need to hurry and eat first, then I'm going to eat a lot faster. But I'm like, if I feed them first, then I feel okay with taking time and enjoying my food because they're, yeah. they're okay now. I love it. Like figuring out all those pieces is so important to make it work for you. Honestly, and I said this before when I was talking about your goals and how it was just like feeling better and all of that. But do you feel open to share some of your progress on the scale on inches? Because I feel like People always want that concrete with weight loss or fitness or health journey. Like there's so many more abstract pieces, but people are always so curious about like the concrete pieces. Like the the nitty gritty. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Yeah, I'm totally open for that. So first of all, like talking about progress, I think it's so important to like keep track of your weight, your measurements and like taking photos having all different kinds of varieties of ways to keep track of how you're progressing. And then the important thing, I think you've said it several times to remember, it's just data. And that as you keep track of it, you'll you'll be able to see the results. If you're keep on trying, keep on moving forward. And so after a month of working with you, I like looked in the mirror and I couldn't see a difference in how I looked, even though the scale I think had gone down just over four pounds. And so when I went to go measure myself, I was like, I've lost almost 11 inches. I was surprised. I was like in just a month. And then we continued working together. And so then for the next two months, so within the three months, I was able to lose a total of 20.75 inches. That's amazing. And then as of, I think yesterday morning, I've lost almost 19 pounds. Oh, wow. I was like looking at it sort of over January and it had been sort of holding steady. And I was like, honestly, you're doing the right things. Like you can keep this going. Like you're in a very moderate calorie deficit while still fitting in like foods that you enjoy. And, and then I saw the scale drop and I'm like, oh, what a great way to (laughs) end it with like one more drop. And yes, it's so easy to say When you've lost 19 pounds, when you've made that progress, like, oh, the scale's just data. Like, but is there any shifts you made? Because there were times when it was like down one day and then the very next day it was right back up. And like, how, what helped you sort of move through those times and not feel like when the scale went up, even though when you're doing everything we had talked about, everything on your plan, like, what helped you not quit or get totally frustrated? Um, I'm trying to think if you said it multiple times before, but you talked about how maybe if you're not quite going down, your body's just getting used to a new low. And so that's kind of what I tell myself, even like this month in January, where I was just going up and down, up and down, up and down. And I was like, okay, I'm getting used to a new low. And then I went really down. Like, yeah. Yesterday, I lost almost two pounds in like from one morning to the next. Yeah. And so you just need to not give up on yourself. 
I think I probably could have given up on myself to begin with because we started working together and I went up in weight. Right after we started, I went up and I was like kind of frustrated. I'm like, I'm doing (laughs) it now and I'm going up in weight. And so I think you just have to tell yourself I'm worth it and eventually I'll get there. And And this is just data. The outcome, I know I say this all the time and it's easy for me to say it, but it's hard to embody it. That data, that outcome data is not the most important thing. The most important thing is your actionable goals and the actions you're taking day in, day out. And what you do when the scale goes up, do you throw in the towel and be like, why bother? Or are you like, you know what? That's not in my control right now, but here's what is in my control. I can go have my water. I can have my breakfast that I'm going to sit down and eat more slowly. I'm getting my workout in. Like There are so many pieces in our control, and sometimes we just give our control to the scale and lose all the other things. So So I had been keeping track of my weight before we were working together. So I had a little, my own little graph of showing my weight progression and where I was at. And I would look back at that because I would look at where we were at and it wasn't very much data and Mm -hmm. it was kind of depressing. And I was like, I'm not getting to where I want to be. But then I took a step back and I looked at the other data where I'd been keeping track of it for a lot longer. And I was like, oh, I can see that slope going down. Like it's going down. Yeah. And so sometimes you have to take a step back and go, well, maybe this week's not the best week. But, and like you said, like if you look at the overall trend, I think you said something about your app changed where, how you can see progress. Like you would see an average instead of like, yeah. And so you could see the, trend more easily of where I was going. Yeah. I mean, you have to be willing to input the data, but inside of my coaching app for my members, I love that I can see the trend line over time, but I can also look at each weekly average. So it's never like today to the next day to the next day because it's just a piece. And if you look at like the average for the week and the week over week average and If you're listening, like this is someone who did lose 19 pounds in 90 days and there were weeks where it's like, okay, it's almost the same weight. And you just like zoom out a little bit, look at the big picture. So I love that. I feel like that's such a helpful mindset to take because so often we eat healthy for a week and we think like, oh, we should lose five pounds this week. I should lose one pound today and then tomorrow I lose a pound and then the next day I lose a pound and that's not how it works. So anyway, what other ways do you feel like this has had an impact for you or what other ways are you feeling good outside of the scale, sort of those intangibles? I thought that having the number on the scale would be like my main success. And I'm grateful for the success I've had with losing inches, losing pounds. But I think like the small habits that I've been able to add into my day are the things I really I'm grateful for because I know that these are things that I can keep on doing for life. It's not something like, oh, we're done with the program. Okay, these habits are gone. Like it's something that I can keep doing. Yeah, I love that. Any surprises? Anything you like didn't expect when we started working together? A couple things that was really nice. 
I'm trying to think how far into my pregnancy with my fifth, I wasn't able to wear my wedding ring. I didn't want to go and get it resized up. I, I just, I didn't want to do that. Cause I'm like, I know eventually I'll be able to wear it again, but I hadn't been able to wear it for two years. And finally I can wear it. And I think when you're thinking of like losing weight and losing inches, you don't think of your fingers losing inches, but even like a small thing like that, I was like, this is a huge win. Like I can wear my wedding ring again and I didn't have to go get it resized up. That's so great. And when we're thinking about losing inches and Brittany talks about the number of inches that she's lost, I do have clients measure from a couple different spots in their body. So it's so important. That's why sometimes the pictures don't show results because it's not we're spot trading like, okay, we're just losing fat from your stomach or we're just dialing in from your legs because you can't really spot treat where your body loses it. It's like an all over sort of like if it's a paper towel and you're like taking off a layer of that paper towel and that paper towel roll. And like sometimes you take off the first layer and it's like the paper towel roll looks the same and you take off another layer and you're like, okay, it looks pretty much the same. But eventually it's like, oh, it's coming off from all over. Even my rings are fitting better. So I love that. And that does feel like a win. Like that's like a really tangible like oh, wow, I can wear this more comfortably. What do you feel like helped you be the most successful with working together? I think, you know, with any goal in life, you have to put in the work to see the results. And on my own, I had started seeing success. But once I started working with you, I got results a lot quicker. You know, I lost just over 10 pounds on my own in four months. But then in three months, I was able to lose an additional 19 pounds. So I guess in reality, I've lost 29 pounds since I've started trying on this journey of yeah. working um, to get in better shape. And, you know, it was like I started making the snowball and then you pushed it down the hill so it could get bigger. <laughs> and even, you know, I guess to move that farther along. So I make the snowball, you're helping push it down the hill. And, you know, once we're done working together, the snowball still going down the hill. You've got momentum. that momentum. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love that you dove into us working together. Like, and you know, you were seeing progress on your own, moving in the right direction. And then really it was just, I think, that collaboration of getting that plan, having some things to dial in, looking at things a little differently, and <laughs> that accountability to just keep going and show up for yourself throughout it. But Honestly, the action you took like day in, day out, you never missed a weekly review. I always knew when I was going to look at your food diary, there was going to be food in it for me to give you feedback on. Even if you didn't get a workout in the day you planned on it being like, you're like, you know what? I didn't do this workout today or I, I didn't do this walk today, but I have time. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Like I'm not going to beat myself up about it. I'm just going to reschedule it for the next day like you did the perfect balance of giving yourself grace while also like staying accountable and like in your power which I thought was so great yeah definitely I think at the first I kind of got down on myself like oh I wasn't able to do it like I wasn't able to check the box off I didn't get it done that day mm -hmm. but then by the end I'm like you know what it's okay life happens I didn't get it done it's okay I'm gonna do it this day instead and if I already had some like a workout plan that day, I'm like, well, I'll move it to this other day. And yeah. 
I was like, it will happen. It's so hard, I think. And I know we've talked about this a little bit, but like as a mom, you're going to get interrupted. Things aren't going to go to plan. Kids are going to get stomach bugs and colds and fevers and need you. And it's like not losing taking care of yourself while also knowing that that taking care of yourself part helps you take care of your kids better, your family better, but also giving yourself grace when things don't go to plan and sort of being flexible with yourself is so important and not always easy. Yeah, that's one thing like before we started working together that I was nervous about just finding the time because I was just so busy with taking care of the kids, trying to get things done and not even getting done everything I wanted to do. So I'm like, how am I supposed to add something else? And I think also like feeling okay taking time for myself. I felt like, well, if I do this for myself, then the bathroom's not going to get cleaned. When you say it, can you hear, like, I totally get that feeling. But when you say it, do you feel like the bathroom being clean or me feeling healthy and happy in my body? I think logically we can sort of see like, well, of course this is more important, but the bathroom could be cleaned in like, I don't know, 15, maybe 10 to 30 minutes and it's done. Me feeling healthy and happy in my body is like an ongoing process. So it's something easy to like put off. Like, yeah, this will be concrete. The bathroom will be clean. It will be done. But I have a long journey ahead to get in a better shape where I want to be. That's going to take forever. And I was like, I just don't have time. And so I had to like mentally be like, it's okay. The bathroom will be there. Even if I did clean it the next week, it's going to be dirty again. Yeah. But the next week, I need to like take time for myself. I need to, instead of putting myself on the back burner, like I'm important too. I want to be healthy. I want to be able to be there for my kids, my grandkids. And this is something that I want for long term. But it took a bit to like be okay. Like, yeah, I showed up and I did the workouts, but mentally it was like, okay, because I'm doing this now, I can't do something else that I normally would have done at that time. And so it was hard. Yeah. And it's an ongoing process. I know you're still in it, right? It's not like it's like you do it, you work with me for 90 days, you make it a priority, and then you're like, all right. It takes practice and reminding yourself. And even at the beginning, like my workout was like, okay, I can work out for five minutes and now I need to go to the kid, you know, help a kid and then five more minutes and go back to a kid. And then sometimes I'm like, I got my whole workout in before they needed me. But sometimes like yesterday, I had to stop throughout it to help my kids. I think that is so relatable. And I, I got a lot of workouts done that way too. And my kids were like, three and a baby and four and one and five and two and all of those ages in between where it was like, okay, I'm doing a workout. Okay. I'm stepping away. And like, I had to be like, Ooh, my type A personality had to be like, Dorothy, it's okay. You don't have to do it all at once. But I think you've also said this before showing like a good example for your kids, showing how important it is to take care of yourself. Yeah. So Sometimes like I'll be working out and I've got my weights out and 
way back when I started working out, we'd gotten like one pound weights. And obviously, I don't need the one pound weights anymore. Yeah. But my three-year-old will see me working out and she'll run to where she knows where the weights are. She'll run and go get her two one pound weights. And then she'll come back and she lays on our little weight bench and she starts holding them up over her head. So I'm like, okay, she's learning like this is important. Yeah, it does just make it the norm. So I love that. I appreciate you so much for joining me and chatting and hopefully inspiring other women, moms. There's so much possibility for everyone. Is there any advice you would share with anyone who is thinking about working with a coach for fitness, health, nutrition, any of those pieces? Having a coach guide me was the best thing that I've done. It wasn't easy. You know, I had to put in the work. But it helps to have someone cheering you on and also giving you tips along the way so that I could still continue eating what I wanted, but make it better. And I think it's important just to never give up on yourself, that you're worth it. And even if you try something and it doesn't work, for example, I had this recipe <laughs> for the these cookies that I was really wanting to make and I kept putting them off. Because I don't know, I have a hard time with trying a new recipe. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. It'll be hard with the kids, you know, needing me. And so I finally, I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it this morning. I have some time. An appointment got canceled, so I'm going to make them. And I made them and I'm like, they don't look like the picture. They don't look like what they're supposed to look like. So I'm like, well, I'll try it anyways. And I'm like, yeah, not making these again. And... (laughs) My daughter, who is very picky, even tried to bite. And she just, the look on her face, she's like, nope. Nope. You you can spit it out. Yeah, if it's not delicious, no need to eat it. But just because those cookies were horrible, I mean, they're still on the counter. I'll probably throw them away. Though I may see if my husband will try them. (laughs) But even though they are horrible, does that mean I'm going to not find another cookie recipe and try it and maybe even be like, I'm done with cookies. No, I'm going (laughs) to find another recipe, try it again. And even if that doesn't work, I'll find something that I like. Yeah. So it's important to, even if you're doing something and it's not working, you can try other ways. Just don't give up on yourself. Yeah. I love that. Because sometimes you'll find a recipe, like I know you found the recipe for granola that you're like, oh my gosh, I love this homemade granola. And then it can become a staple. You just never know until you try and and give it a shot. Yeah, I love the granola. Like my husband loves it too. He takes it to work to snack on. Yeah, so good. Thank you so much for joining me, Brittany. I have loved working with you and chatting with you. And like I said, think you're so inspiring and amazing. If you are listening to this and you are interested in support and it is February or possibly early, early in March, I am running one more group coaching for 90 days or you can upgrade to five months and all of the details will be linked below or you can always shoot me a message with any questions on Facebook or Instagram. And that's it. I will talk to you later. Thank you again, Brittany. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening to The Real and Uplifted Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening. And as always, if you especially enjoyed this episode, leaving a review or sharing with a friend is the kindest way to pass this on and uplift others. If you're curious about anything from today's episode and ready to move closer to your goals, make sure you check the show notes for some fun bonuses. And to continue the conversation, shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook at Dorothy McGatlin. Talk to you soon.